Hello and welcome to another episode of Hues of Love. I'm your host, Marcus, and I have with me my chocolate girl, my wife and co-host, Kisa. Hey, y'all. So what are we talking about today? Beef. Static. Problems. You don't want no problems. I hate the way you said beef. We're talking about offense. That was offensive to me. (laughs) You said beef. (laughs) It's an enemy of any relationship and a killer of communication. Um, There are many reasons why we become offended. Um, Everything from personality clashes like pet peeves and past experiences and triggers to, you know, was it done intentionally? How often does it occur? And um, effectively or ineffective communication plays into, you know, what we do with the offense and, and how we handle it. Right. And according to the dictionary, offense is an annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult to or disregard for oneself or one's standards or principles. Make that make sense. Right. That's a whole lot. That's I mean, I lot. guess I understand what you can <laughs> say it slow. If I say it slower, that, that is a whole lot to take in. So let's talk about a time that we were beefing and what happened. Okay, let's do See, it. See, we were supposed to, you were supposed to start. We was about to beef over who tells the story. <laughs> we were not. I, why do people call it beefing? It's just a, such a weird You're just going to have to educate phrase. yourself. We don't have time tonight. Oh. Yeah. I don't like beef. And it just brings awful memories, so. Well, so I don't know the ins and outs. I don't really remember too much about what happened, but this was actually something that happened recently. Um, I was driving to get your food. Why do you say it like that? Because I'm, I'm trying to bring drama to the story. Oh. I was driving to get your food. I was going to go myself. You weren't. I was. I was all ready to go. You were going someplace else, so it only made sense for you to go pick up the food. None of that had anything to do with the problem <laughs> anyway, so like I don't even know why you your food brought like... that up. So we were talking about some of the things that we are doing um, and that we are... Um, trying to be more of a, a social, you know, have a social media presence and different things of that nature. Um, and so I don't know, I don't even remember how we got on the subject, but something happened to where um, I thought, and I don't like asking for help anyway, but I I said something to the effect of, like, you know, I was asking my wife if she could help me. Don't say it like that. To <laughs> you are these people out here thinking that is not, it was, don't say it like that. Let me finish my story. I was asking my wife if she could help me figure out a focal point for me, like a focus for me in terms of how I wanted to be more intentional with um, my Instagram. And 
And what did you say? Do you remember? Um, it was something to the effect of, like, I've given you topics that you could focus on, but I can't be the one to make that final decision for you. That's mm-hmm. something that you have to make on your own. Right, right, right. So I um, didn't really have an issue with um, that in and of itself, per se, but I think what what where where there was an issue was that um, I'm asking for help. So you know, to say that you helped me or gave me advice in the past doesn't really help me in the time that I'm asking for help. And then I made a comment like like, you know, all the times that I help you, this isn't the type of response that I was that I was looking for. Like I, I help you with all of the things that you do and and like I I would like to. I mean, I know that when we you know, when we do things for others, we should not necessarily look for reciprocity, but like I'm asking you for help. And like the response was like because I, I think what I was saying was like I, I helped her with her Instagram or getting some things that she wanted in order, you know, kind of off the ground. And she said that I I didn't help her with whatever the thing was that um, that we were talking about. Now, I interpreted that as, and I don't know that she meant it that way, but the word she used was like, I did not help her in doing that. No. And... Okay, I'm gonna let you finish because I, I, I'm gonna let you finish. So, like, in terms of everything that she's doing, like, I, I do, I, I do a lot. Um, I help with the pictures. I help with like editing, any ideas that she, you know, has or wants to, you know, bounce off of me. Or if she doesn't have an idea, I give her ideas. So, like, in that moment, like, I'm asking you for help, I'm not asking you to. Um, you know, what you've done, I'm asking you for help now. Because at the time, maybe I wasn't ready for it. Maybe I was too busy. Maybe I was too tired. It doesn't matter. But um, that was, I think, what offended me. Now, I was offended. I wasn't really mad as I was hurt. Because again, this was one of those times when I, when I was trying to be vulnerable and I felt like my my feelings weren't being considered. So um, I began to speak passionately. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, Keith and I have a different uh, a difference of opinion um, regarding speaking passionately and yelling. There those are two distinct things for me. Um, when I speak passionately, my voice may be elevated, but I'm not ang- I'm not necessarily angry, but I would like you to hear what I'm saying. I would like you to feel or get a sense that like this is something that is important to me. If I'm yelling and I have, I'm probably not in control. I'm not saying anything crazy, but I'm probably acting crazy. So, um I don't know. I guess I was trying to get I was trying to convey that this was something important to me. And while doing so, like she cut me off, which 
raise the bar because that's a pet peeve. And um, I guess she was trying to explain um, her side of the story or how she felt. And then um, I think she was trying to answer for me. And I was, I, I even said like, um, that's not even where I was going with it. I th I don't remember the direction that she was trying to spin it, but whatever the, whatever the case was, I remember that I didn't make my point. And, um, so from that point, she said something to the effect of, you know, so are you going to continue to yell? And that didn't make me happy, but I realized that that is something that, you know, is, is a, is a problem for her. So I attempted to lower my voice. Um, apparently it wasn't effective enough because, um, by the end of the conversation, she said something to the effect of like, you know, okay, well, you know, I could be reading a book right now. And I don't think that this is, you know, a conversation that will be productive. So I'll let you go. And I was mad. I was mad. I was mad at that point. But one of the things that I, I tried to um, understand was even in the moment, if I felt that I was right, even if I was right, um, if I'm not being heard, it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't matter what I'm trying to convey. Um, and I think that the fact that Maybe she didn't even um, hear or know why I was offended um, was was half of the problem. Um, well, was most of the problem, mm -hmm. at least on my end. So um, I got the food, came home, dropped it off. I made plans to go and um, stopped by my mom's to pick some stuff up and ended up talking with my brother and my mom, which is nice. Cause it gave me some time to cool down. And, um, when I got home, I, I think on the ride home, I think even before then, actually, I resolved that I'm not going to come back in the house with the attitude. And I wasn't, I think even at that time, like I wasn't, I wasn't good, but I wasn't mad. And I was, I, I think I was in a place where, um, I could be, we could like, we can be in one another's presence without me feeling away. And that's what we did. We ended up watching, what did we watch? A hundred day oh, dream home. Yeah. One of my favorite HDTV news shows. Yep. And we talked and we got around to it and we got, well, we got around to just being able to converse, but like it, there was a point in the night where I felt, I felt convicted. I felt convicted. And I think that things were good enough where I probably could have shrugged it off and was like, okay, we're good now. And, you know, I'm not bringing up, I'm not bringing up anything. She's not bringing up anything, you know, clearly we're both over it, which in reality does not necessarily mean that is not necessarily the case. Um, but I decided that I didn't want to allow 
for that moment to pass without addressing it, but then also um, taking ownership for my part in it. And so I felt like Holy Spirit was convicting me to, you know, apologize. And then I was like, oh, man. All right. So when I feel like I need to say something, I contemplate about what I'll say. And I, I think I kind of acted out of my head before I actually do it. But um, in that moment, I didn't want to take too much time because, you know, the more time you have to think about it, the more time you can talk yourself out of having the conversation or being obedient and doing it. So the long and the short of it was I did apologize for my part in it. And you apologize. What did you apologize for? Cause I'm not sure. I can't you remember. I know I apologized with... for something, but I can't <laughs> remember what I apologized for now. I remember you apologizing for not listening to what I had to say. Okay. And I think it, like, it wasn't because we ended the conversation. It was because I think you were defending your position and wanting to get off of the phone. We didn't really have the opportunity to really talk it out. Um, but that was my side of the story. You were shaking your head the whole time, so you can <laughs> you can tell your side if you if you so choose. No, I mean I I do remember the beginning part. I think the offense kicked in for me is when you're right. You did ask Blake for my help, and I told you I said I gave you like examples or whatever the case may be, but I can't be the one to make the final decision for you. I can help you take pictures. I can help you edit. I can help you do no, all no, those things. No. no, hold on. Let me finish talking. I no, will. No, I, no, no. You got to tell. No. Me out. No. You no. didn't say any of those things. No, no. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But nope. you can't say that because that paints a different picture. No. I did tell you that you were not listening to me. I, I, I was listening. Did I let you tell your side of the story? Okay, go ahead. But I did tell you that I could not make that final decision for you, mm -hmm. that that was you who had to come up with the idea of what you wanted to do. And then that's when you turned around and you were like, well, I help you do this and I help you do that. So that's when the offense came to me for me because I was like, whoa, pump brakes. Yes, I, if, I, if I have an idea that I need to bounce off, you listen to my idea. Yes, if I have a post that I need to write, um, and I'm talking about a blog post because we should say that I am in the process of now of creating my own business. And so, yes, there are times where I do need your help um, in terms of taking pictures and things like that. But you did not create my why. I had to do that. I had to sit down. I had to think about what it was that I wanted to do. I had to start, figure out that what I was doing is not what my niche was process what my niche was like I had to do all that stuff on my own so that's what I was saying to you is that yes I did you did not I'm do not that saying, for me okay don't be shaking your head no you did not you did not give me my why I gave me my why no you did not I wish y'all could see this guy right here so you're really just gonna sit here and take all this credit for what I'm doing I'm not telling you that I made the decision for you as to like what you decided your final product would be. Right. But you asked me, what am I good at? When you see me like what, what, what things and I gave you 
many things. But I did the same thing for you though. But what I'm talking about is the very final, this is my, this is my starting okay. point. This is my top. This is what I'm doing. That decision had to come from me. So that's what I was telling you mm-hmm. is that I can give you a ton of things, but I can't give you your final decision. That's a decision that you have to make on your own. And I think instead of hearing me, you heard that I don't want to help you. And that's not what I was saying. I wasn't saying that I didn't want to help you. I was saying that you have to make that final decision. Once you make that decision on exactly what it is that you want to do, it's off and running. I can help you with whatever you want to do, but I can't make that final decision for you. And then, yes, you. I could tell immediately after I finished that what I said is not what you took. And so you got offended because... Like you said, we do have a difference between our um, your idea of passion versus yelling. All I hear is yelling. As soon as voice is raised, to me, that's yelling. And so I get very, I used to match your level, but now I just, I just, I don't know if it's come with age. I don't know if it's come with maturity, but I just don't have it in me because I just don't and so I did tell you I was like if we're gonna have this conversation and you're gonna be high octave it doesn't make any sense for us to have this conversation and then that you got even more upset because I was just like we can get off the phone oh no, no because I wasn't, I wasn't more upset at that point I, I was upset when we got off the phone because <clears throat> I wasn't heard I even said okay and I was saying it just like that. Okay. Yeah. I think you, I, okay. And I can't, I can't say that. I can't, I, I don't know. I can't say that how you felt was inaccurate. That's how you felt about the situation. Um. So anyway, so yeah. So I walked away from it. Like he has an attitude and I'm not give up. I'm not going to be in that situation with him. So he's just going to feel whatever he needs to feel. And I'm just going to sit here and read my book. And like you said, you dropped off the food. Um, I was still reading my book. <laughs> you went to your mom's, um, and I was still reading my book. And I think you, by the time you got home, I had eaten my food and I was watching one of my favorite TV shows. Like I, at that point was not offended at all because I was just like, whatever he needs to process, however he needs to process that he'll do that. And if, and when the conversation comes back up, then we'll have it then. But I was not in a mood at all. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I was just like, not going to allow my, I've got like, I'm already stressed and everything else. And so I just felt like whatever you needed to work out, you were going to work out. And if we needed to talk about later than we were, but at that moment I was just not going to let it like negatively affect me, I would say. Um, which is why I think the difference between this time around versus maybe a year ago, would have been you would have walked in the house and I would have had a whole attitude and been rude and just like scoffed and acted like you know what I mean but I think it was just because I was just like I'm not going to be offended by this like whatever the case may be um which is why it was also easy for me to apologize because I just I don't know I just didn't feel the need to allow myself to be upset does that make sense yeah so what do you think could have been done differently? I mean, I think in retrospect, I probably could have explained myself better in terms of what it was that I was saying. Because even just now when I'm saying it, I think that 
you hear it a little bit better than probably what it is that I said at the moment, because like you just said, there were some phrases and some words that I used just now that in my mind made sense by what I said, but because I didn't use those exact words, you perceived it to be something completely different. Um, So I would say for me, in terms of the actual communication in terms of words of what I was saying could have been much more effective so that you heard what it was that I was saying versus what you perceived what I was saying. I would agree. Um, I think sometimes just keeping things simple is, is, is the best way. Cause I mean, if, if I'm asking you to do something, yeah, babe, I got you would have like, that would have meant the world, I think in a lot of ways, or, you know, um, cause however you saw, I don't know how, like you're explaining it to it. Like, I don't know how in your mind that I don't want to say it made sense. I'm sure it made sense to you, but I don't know how you would have expected me to get that. And I'm I'm not saying that you left it to me to like to to um um to decipher. I think in your mind you thought that I would understand what you were saying. But well, I, I think, think it's both ways too. I think you thought I would understand what you were saying by saying I need help, which is a very broad statement instead of I need help with my why I need help with setting it up. I need, cause there's a lot of help that you need, right? Like even me, you said, um, there's times where I need help editing. There's times where I need help, um, taking a picture there's times, but it's, and that's what I was saying. Like, but it's me sitting down with a notebook and a piece of paper coming up with every topic that I want to write about and creating a schedule of, what post and all that kind of stuff right so that's that and that's what I was trying to say like there's times where it's me where you can't help me with those things because I have to do that on my own so I think it would have been helpful for me to hear what help you need versus just saying I need help and then being offended when what I perceive what you need help with wasn't what you thought or whatever the case may be. I think I think both of us were too broad in our in our statements. Well, I was specific. I said that I need help with my focus. And I think that that was okay. Um at least for me the reason why um it it took me back a little bit, but I I think that Yeah, I don't think that was specific. I think that um In general, I think um, making sure that each party understands clearly, you know, what it is that that they're hearing. So statements like, I think I hear you saying whatever, you know, and having them, you know, confirm or deny whether or not that, you know, that was your intention or what message that you were relaying or, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to say, because at that point you can then say, no, that's not what I'm saying and correct that so that there isn't really um, any miscommunication or you can confirm it. Yes, that is what I'm saying. 
and then you can move forward you know with communicating whatever it is that you're trying to whatever objective you're trying to reach right i mean yeah i don't think i have much to add i think we're both tired <laughs> oh, i'm tired and then just reliving this makes you think about all the ways that things went wrong because i think from the very beginning the conversation was go it was heading south i don't think either one of us used very good tactics but it also was it was a very late night i think we were both tired and i think sometimes that's a part of it too is that you have to be um aware of what's going on in a broader spectrum when you bring sensitive topics up um because it's not, I don't think a lot of times that it's intentional, but if if you're both tired and you both have a lot going on and then you bring up something, it's very easy to catch an offense or be offended when the other person's just speaking to where they are at that moment. What I think I hear you say <laughs> is to be aware of your own, um, where you are in yourself. Right. If, if you're tired, if you're you have things that are going on, if you had a bad day, if you're grumpy, whatever the case is, and even be in a place where you can relay that information to your significant other. Right. Okay. Right. And I think too, and then I'll just end it and my I'm see I am tired. I'll just end my whatever I want to say with this is that I think you need to be aware um of the statements that you are projecting or the sensitivity of the way that you say things, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's really important. And I mean, it, you know, we've, we've talked about this before and, you know, I think some of our guests have said the same thing in a lot of ways we can really overcome a lot of this miscommunication or, you know, being offended by just assuming love and, right. you know, stopping yourself in your mind and your emotions from really, um, you know, running wild and getting the best of you. Um, so I think that even though this was one of the few times recently where, you know, some of the some of our communication broke down, it wasn't a situation that was a was a blow up right. it wasn't a complete train wreck um and we're not even talking about hours this was like from start to finish maybe an hour or something not even like it was like a long drawn out type i mean technically it was a little like longer only because i was at my mom's house but in terms of our actual time spent together right it was yeah. like maybe an hour yeah where we've had situations in the past where it's gone on for days so i think we're getting really good at being aware um and better <laughs> we're good but we're getting better okay okay <laughs> yeah i don't know if i have any other advice i mean i just think that you also have to recognize that in a relationship communication has will at times break down um in that you're both human so you will be offended but like you said ultimately you have to believe and assume love in the situation 
which I think it was why it was easy for me to just be like, hey, I'm going to let you be in whatever state that you need to be in. Yeah. <laughs> and then whatever you, you know, you feel better or whatever. If we need to talk about it, we could talk about it. Versus like, because I think you were offended. I was offended for like a hot moment. And then I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, whatever he needs to process, I'm going to give him. But even in that, like, I'll give him space to process that. Like, I didn't try to call you back. I didn't try to, like, you know what I mean? Like, even when you came in the house, I wasn't like, remember what we were just on the phone? Like, I was just like, I'm going to let him run through whatever he needs to run through. And if he needs to talk about it, then we'll talk about it then. Yeah. I think that um, one of the the thoughts that really... um, that really gripped me was, you know, if you remember from episode 11. Um, I love how you remember the episodes and the numbers. That's great. Yeah, I'm trying. That's really good. Um, what was it? It was, I don't want to win this fight. Yeah. And it wasn't like, it wasn't even a bad fight. It was just, I don't want, I don't, I don't even, I think for me it was, I don't even want this to be a fight. Right. So, which was my same idea too. You know, even in this mild situation, I don't even really want to call it a, a intense fellowship, but mm-hmm. like in this situation, in this incident, <laughs> um, I think that we were able to really, you know, get through it by respecting one another's space and really just being obedient. I think that that's one of the things that, you know, no matter what advice people give you, if you're a believer, you really have to have an ear to hear Holy Spirit and to um, rest and rely on, you know, the things that we learn in the scriptures. And that's really, I think, a lot of the things that came back and ministered to me. I even have a a whole poem about offense. (laughs) (laughs) so like it's one of the things that i think is constantly before me when i deal with it right things that i've written that you know i I feel like were was um downloaded into me to share with others and um we can't share if we're not practicing ourselves yeah one of the lines in the poem it says um i think i'll share two but it says um Offense builds offense of defense of contempt and prevents who laments or repents to be free. And what that means is that, you know, when we, A, when we have, when we, um, when we are offended, we are imprisoning somebody and really judging in in a way um, somebody for something that was done. Whether it was justified or you know or or not, or whether they were right or wrong, whether they intended to or not, you know you hold something which in some cases you know you could be offended by something the person doesn't even know they're living their right. life and and <laughs> you're just stuck right um but you know it's it's a it's a place that um you have to really think about you know what you're doing and the impact that it has on somebody um, and yourself. I was going to say, and yourself, really. Honest. You know what? I'm going to share a couple of of pieces because I think a part of, of, so a response 
to you know what I just shared another part says be light as a feather no measure of weight on the scales and remember whether the heathen or kingdom they're human so we be like Christ Christ like and excuse them so you know when I think about even judgment and you know we're kind of focused on offense but when I think about judgment and how I would want to be judged we judge others you know, the way that we want to be judged, which is the reason why um, Christ's judgment for us is love. So my judgment for others has to be love. Right. Um, and then I think the, the final thing, and then I'll try to wrap it up, is um, it says, uh, be mindful of smiling faces because the places you might find hate and deceit might lay in wait in the cheek or space between space between teeth. Remember, Jesus knew Judas would kiss his cheek. And so, you know, this is something that Christ knew what was going to happen. Um, he knew what it meant. We get offended for little petty things. Right. He was absolutely handed over to be like killed up right. in, in a like if anybody way, was allowed to be offended it would have been it him. would have been him <laughs> and so you know I, I just with all of those things I think in my head and that was my process I'm just sharing so I mean this isn't really a, a preachy um mm-hmm. podcast this is just real life this Good, is bad, how and we ugly. right it was really just a matter it was a process it was right. a, it was a bunch of things that led me to a place where that my reaction time or my my going through this cycle of crisis was you know it was <laughs> cycle of crisis <laughs> my it didn't get to a crisis but I'm trying to use technical terms that some <laughs> other people might love you know so yeah. anyway yeah. um <clears throat> but it didn't last nearly as long as it it could have right um and so through um tools and being equipped which you know, if you're not reading your word, it's really going to be difficult for you to navigate and get through these things well, because really the scriptures are what you use to um, tell those thoughts in your mind how to feel. Because, right. you know, your feelings are valid, but it doesn't mean that they're right. right. And it doesn't mean that they rule you. And so you have to use the tools that you are given to um really put those things in check. Right. So, I don't know. Hopefully that made sense. Because I think we kind of just freestyled this one a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good, though. I think it was important for us to show every aspect, right? That's our main goal, is to show everybody the realness of our lives and what we go through. And things aren't always perfect, but... We want to share how we overcome things. Yeah, I I think it's um, at the end of this of knowledge time. Yup. Okay. Well. <laughs> no, I think that was really <laughs> nope. No bum jumping in. Um, but I do think I'm happy that we had this conversation. Even now, I think there was some realness to you know feelings and being able to process those things together. Um. But my nugget of knowledge would be is to be willing to give up whatever fight you feel like or whatever 
you need you feel like you need to defend um i think for me in this instance i wanted to defend myself i wanted to like you know but i realized that that was going to go nowhere and so it was easier for me to just be like okay i'm gonna bow out and i don't need to ramp up or amp up or any of those things because it's not going to go anywhere right and to recognize that if I, even if i felt like i wanted to um, it was just going to be detrimental to the situation. Um, so, yeah. And, you like, I just feel like you do have to recognize and realize where your spouse is um, and what they need at that moment and be able to handle the situation or do whatever you need to do to not amplify whatever is going on. Okay. Okay. Okay, I see you. <laughs> you see me here when I go to sleep. I'm so sorry, y'all. One of these days, we're going to record, like, actually, no, we're not, because we have little kids. I was going to say one of these days, we're going to record, like, the afternoon when I'm not no, tired. No, but we'll but, record earlier. But, well, I also didn't, normally I drink coffee okay. at night, and I didn't drink coffee tonight, so. Fading fast. <laughs> All right. Well, my, um, my nugget of knowledge is to be comfortable being human in your marriage mm. because it's a safe place. I don't care That's what so good. the divorce rates are. I don't care what none of that is. One of the things that we decided that we um, went into our marriage knowing is that that's not an option. Right. And so like, there are going to be hard times. It says for better or worse. Right. So like, even if, in this moment, I'm uncomfortable, even if I'm upset, even if my feelings are hurt, even if, you know, fill in the space, it's it's okay. But the right. thing is really to practice getting it right and to use the tools that you've been given, even when it's hard, because the more you practice, the more you do a thing, the easier it becomes and the better you get at it. And so like for us, we are very different people. We communicate differently. We process differently. And as we said, even learning our spouse and knowing, you know, it's one thing to 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 know our spouse, but then how to um, effectively communicate or demonstrate that we know them and interact with them in a way that is meaningful to them. Right. So, um, yeah, just be comfortable being human and learning and perfecting and and growing in that space that we call marriage. Right. That's a great one. So thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to let us know what you thought or if you have any advice that you'd care to share in our Facebook group, Hughes of Love. Also make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, keep, keep on, on loving. loving.